Thank you for tuning into the Monarch Touch podcast. This is the place where we touch hearts and transform lives. My name is Kendra and I will be your host. Well, it finally happened. The day arrived and I got to meet and work with Dana Conway. She is the owner and trainer of Loose Leash Dog Training. It was a month that I had to wait for my turn. So I tried to use that time and anticipate what we would be working on. For an example, I know how important it is for the dogs to go on a walk. And so I made it the effort, made the effort to get my dogs walking every day. And since my dogs were still not behaving well, I figured that there was something I was doing wrong or could be doing better. But to be honest, it surprised me what I did learn. There was quite a bit of correcting actually, but one thing in particular hit me the hardest and I thought to myself, this would be a great topic on my next podcast because it is just as relatable and helpful to people as it is for dogs. Dana asked me if my dogs knew commands like sit and down, and I was proud to say yes. But when she gave the commands, she pointed out the difference of my expectations of those commands compared to hers. When I taught the dogs down, I would give them a treat once their bellies hit the floor because they followed the command. What I didn't realize though was what down was actually supposed to mean to them. Down isn't just a cute trick that a dog knows how to perform. Instead, it, what it's supposed to be doing is sending a signal to the dog's brain that tells the dog to turn off. This one very essential command helps the dog go from having an anxious brain to one that can rest and be at peace. And I thought to myself, I get this. This is exactly what I do when I help my patients who come in to see me to get a massage. Some people come in with a very anxious brain and have a difficult time turning off. When I massage people, it's not just the massage that helps to quiet people's brains down. It's also the help of turning down stimulation with dimming down the lights and them listening to the smooth rhythmic music. But what I have learned over years and years of massaging anxious people is sometimes all of this is still not enough. For some people, even though they have the perfect soothing ambiance and getting a massage that is designed to slow down their breathing, heartbeats, and nervous system, they still cannot relax because their mind is racing with one thought after another. Our body will always follow our mind and unless we have trained our brain how to quiet down and be still, we will never fully be able to get our body to relax. The ability to rest means we learn how to turn down the volume that's in our head. I have met so many people over the years who tell me that they they hate yoga because it's too slow of a pace. Never mind meditation. That is totally out of the question. But both of those practices are some of the ways that help teach us to quiet our brain. Just like the dogs practicing laying down. In fact, One of the exercises that I was given for homework for Sadie is to take her to unfamiliar places and have her lay down and be still. Instead of doing more complicated training, it's actually the opposite that we need to practice. We need to learn to do less in both quiet and unfamiliar noisy environments. 
in a world that is loud and chaotic, in order for us to be productive with our lives and healthy at the same time, we must learn the art of being still, not away from the noise, but while we are immersed in it. So how do we do this? One thing that I believe we are all guilty of is feeling empty, feeling emptiness with stuff. The trend of minimalism is getting a lot of attention, I believe, because it is helping people to become aware of their unconscious behavior. In fact, just the other day, my family pulled off the wallpaper in our bathroom, washed the walls from all the glue, filled the holes, sanded it all down, primed the walls, and then painted them. When it was all done, I noticed the space above the shower was bare. I never noticed before because of all the busyness from the wallpaper, and I thought, this would be a great place to find a picture with a positive quote and hang it in that now obvious open space. It was my husband who told me that I didn't have to fill it with words, just let it be open. Which, of course, the timing of this happening right as I was preparing for this podcast is both ironic and painful. The irony in life ought to humble us that we are all so vulnerable to doing this, even with good intentions. Think to yourself, have you ever cleaned up your house and filled trash bags of stuff and donated it all to goodwill, only to find yourself coming home to find emptiness that makes you uncomfortable? And unless you and I are intentional, we will find ourselves replacing the old stuff with new stuff. Well, this is what we do in our head. We make the space to relax our brain, but then we give ourselves more things to think about or worry about. I want to share today ways we can still our minds so that we can feel and experience the peace we are all longing for. And I have three suggestions for helping. Number one, allow your mind to get bored. The more advanced technology gets, the more people are forgetting how to be bored. Instead of leaving room to use our imaginations, we feel we need to be entertained. Think about this. Every young child complains about being bored, but when adults give them the space to be bored with maybe a few prompts, they eventually find creative outlets. Boredom is the place where great inventions come from. Boredom is the place of creativity and beautiful dreams. Boredom is the ability to have an imagination and run with it. When we take boredom away, we take away so much opportunity that is given to us to think outside the box. Boredom grows us, but instead of allowing our brains to be bored, we fill it with stimulation from our phones. Boredom makes us uncomfortable because we wrestle with our own mind. When we allow ourselves to feel this emotion and work through it in a non-negative fashion, magical things begin to happen. I used to find myself looking at my phone at red lights and in between appointments. If there was space, I filled it with any kind of entertainment. Social media platforms, Google and Texan all have taken the place of us having empty space to let our minds wander. I started looking around at other people to see what they were doing while they were waiting in lines and in traffic. I noticed people are just like me, filling the space with their phones. This is an area I think we are all taking notice of, but the discipline of correcting this bad habit is not easy. Here is the twist. What seems like a great way to wind our brain down is actually the very thing that turns it off 
to be enriched and productive. In the moment, looking at our phone may seem like a great way to wind our brain down. For an example, when I scroll on Facebook, it feels in the moment that I'm turning my brain off. And in, in, in a way, it's true. When we receive, we don't create. When we take, we don't make. So the phone makes us unproductive if we do not have the regular practice of putting it down often. When we fill our brain with the busyness of our phone, we are stimulating the nervous activity in our brain rather than giving our brain a chance to rest. And rest is what produces creativity. Are you making windows of time to rest your brain throughout the day? I think that in a way, it's true that we are turning our brain off while we are staring at our phone. The flip side to that coin is that we are overstimulating our brain and never giving it time to rest from all the noise and bright lights every time we fill the empty space looking at our phones. Every time we stare at our phone, our brain needs to process the information it has received. So it's never resting. Are you giving yourself intentional time to allow your brain to rest without the overstimulation of entertainment? Or are you filling your free space with constant stimulation? Remember, rest gives birth to creativity. Brenda Burchard has this quote that says, common sense is not always common practice. I think we know this, but are you practicing it? We have to become aware before we can make any kinds of changes. So first, I challenge you to become aware of what you are doing during your free time. Are you mindlessly filling space between activities on your breaks, in your car, before bed? If you are feeling overwhelmed, anxious, exhausted, or having trouble sleeping, try simply to allow these moments of transitions to be free from your phones. Try being present in the moment, sitting still without entertaining your mind with noise. See what happens. Multitasking is another way we busy our brain instead of allowing it to relax. Number two is enjoy doing one thing at a time. At lunchtime, I'll come home and eat my food really fast while reading or listening to an audiobook. I'll find all kinds of distractions to do while I mindlessly eat my lunch. So, I started making a conscious effort to make lunch with the intentions to enjoy it. This means being fully immersed in one thing at a time. My food. I am smelling the aroma of the freshly picked basil. I am tasting the yumminess of the food I have prepared for myself. I am enjoying looking at the bright array of colors of the many fruits and vegetables. Because I'm not distracting my body with too much stimulation, my brain is able to smell, see, and taste my food, which means I get to really enjoy this moment. When I head back to work, I feel refreshed because I use my senses in a positive way, which actually helps us to calm down our nervous system. Just the other day, I had a client come in sharing with me about his new hobby of woodcrafting. He must have said at least three times how common this activity has been for him. I think this is the enjoyment we get when we focus on one thing at a time. I see it when I watch my husband take care of his saltwater aquarium. He's in a flow state doing what he loves that is rhythmic and relaxing to him. 
I see this in my own work with massage and when I get in my my flow state and my mind is in the zone. If doing one thing at a time is so rewarding, why are we guilty of multitasking so often? I know for me, I can feel like I don't have enough time in the day to get done all that I want to do. So I'll add things together. I'll listen to my audiobook while I'm cleaning up and getting ready for bed. I'll read while I'm eating. I'll talk to my friend and catch up while I massage that person. These things are not entirely bad, but it can feel overwhelming and we can miss the present moment because we are unfocused. When I give one thing at a time my full attention, I am better equipped to give the person talking to me my full attention. What I'm saying is that if I practice this on the small things, then I will know how to do it with the big things and I believe our friendships are the biggest things we have in our life. Number three, know who your special people are that you can hold space with and not feel the need to entertain one another. My dog trainer is not asking me to drop my dog off to an unfamiliar location and have her lay down for a while, then go pick her up later. She is having me bring Sadie to unfamiliar places, having her lay down and being there next to her by her side. Doing this helps to build the bond between us and, tr and her to trust in me. When was the last time you sat with a friend without the need to fix or entertain that person? Can you be present with people in silence? I can remember at least two times being next to my brother, overlooking beautiful landscapes of the sunrise over the Atlantic Ocean or high up on the Rocky Mountains and me being uncomfortable in the silence. And so I would talk. Both times, he asked me why I needed to speak. Both times, he tried to get me to be in the moment with him silently. At that time, my feelings were hurt. But looking back on those moments that happened so many years ago, I can understand his frustrations with me. I wasn't saying anything important. I was merely avoiding the silence as if it was a bad thing. My brother understood that good friends don't always need to talk. Sometimes it feels really good to have the company of a special friend who knows how to hold space with you without feeling the need to entertain you or you them. Are there any relationships you have that look like this? Do you view them as boring or do you appreciate them for their unique closeness? To this day, I still have a friend that I met from seventh grade. Her mom would drop her off at my house. We would hang out together and talk and have fun. But then there were also times when we could just watch TV together without saying a word. And I see this in my dogs as they are bonding. The more comfortable they get with each other, the better they are able to lay down side by side. There is peace we experience when we can share this with a friend. Be observant with yourself. Do you feel the need to fill empty space with words? all the time with everyone. Do you have a special somebody in your life where you can sit quietly with them in comfort? Are you willing to be that person for others? Can you hold space and stillness and just be present in love next to your special friend? Allowing your mind to get bored, enjoying one thing at a time and holding space quietly with a friend are all special moments we learn to incorporate into our lives to enrich them. Sometimes what gives us more calmness, 
more joy and more peace is not what we add into our lives, but what we are able and willing to take out. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are in the Central Florida location and looking for a massage, you can visit my website at monarchtouch.com. Thank you for tuning in today, and if you like this show, please share it with a friend. Wherever you may be listening, please subscribe and give it a five star so that other people may be able to find the show and also receive support in their wellness. And if you are listening on Apple iTunes, would you leave a review that may encourage other listeners to tune in? If you have thoughts you would like to share, you can go to the Instagram or Facebook page, Monarch Touch, and leave your comments there. I appreciate you, and until next time, go out and make it a healthy day.